sometimes kids will see these big things like um, the Women's Suffrage 1920, the right to vote, and they'll put it away from themselves. And they'll say, well, that happened over in D.C. or over in the East. And forget that in our own backyard, we have these big things that affect the history course or everything that happened in our, our own lives and our own homes in a sense. Krista Gibbons teaches 7th and 8th grade at West Jordan Middle School. Last year, she piloted a new curriculum focused on the role Utah women played in the suffrage movement. I was really excited because the curriculum before had just a small, like, a day where we really didn't focus in on the women's suffrage, but the progressive movement hit it and then moved on and didn't really get to go in depth. And so I was excited to get to pilot a program where I could spend more time explaining this to the kids. Better Days 2020 is the Utah organization behind the new curriculum. The group is working to educate Utahns about influential women in the state's history. I hope that kids and even adults can use this history as a catalyst to thinking about their own roles and making a difference in their own lives and also in the communities around them. Naomi Watkins is the education director at Better Days. In the news a lot, we hear about how Utah is at the bottom for the status of women and many different reports and studies that have come out recently. And I think it's important for not just kids, but all of us to see women in pivotal roles making a difference and to remember that women, it is their place to make these changes, to be active in their communities, to be politicians and business leaders. Utah 4th and 7th grade students study state history in their social studies classes. The Better Days curriculum is designed for these age groups. The lesson plans are available online for anyone to use. Music, journal entries, photographs, and other primary sources are ways Gibbons and other teachers can help students better understand the story of suffrage. The journal entries really help the kids. It was not just, oh, here's a textbook, somebody else's thoughts, but this was that person's thoughts, their struggles, their anger, their frustration in that moment. These journal entries are what 8th grader Joshua Ballard remembers from his Utah Studies class. It just makes me aware what other people are thinking at the time so I can relate to them. It makes me put me in their shoes to see why they did that. Tell the story of a war that ended slavery's night and still we women struggle for our It opens up a lot of doors because Utah has such rich documentation and journals and primary sources and maps and graphs and whatnot to take that and then try and really anchor it in a standard. Jenny LaFortune teaches English at Murray High School. Her 11th grade English class focuses on American literature, where she says studies of the abolition movement and the suffrage movement intersect. I want to really infuse the curriculum with our Utah history. So just kind of maybe swapping out or adding primary documents by some of these women in the suffrage movement and comparing them, contrasting them with names I think most Americans are familiar with, like Katie Stanton, Susan B. Anthony, of course valid, important, but showing them, you know, side by side, comparing, contrasting with our Utah big players. This curriculum in and of itself doesn't just focus on Utah. It does have a lot of Utah, but it also shows how Utah fit into the national scheme and how we are part of the progressive movement and women's suffrage movement all over the United States and helped really up until the 1920s. Because of these national connections, Watkins says Better Days 2020 is working on curriculum for 5th and 11th grade classes that examines the national movement in greater depth. 
people might be familiar with the women who picketed the White House in late 19-teens. They were called the Silent Sentinels with Alice Paul. And we found Utah women who were part of that picketing line who were actually jailed and imprisoned and tortured during what is now called the Night of Terror. While uncovering overlooked events in women's history is important, LaFortune says it is also important to remember the other stories missing from classrooms and history books. The women's story, while it does seem to be given a little bit more of a platform and whatnot, it still kind of echoes to the fact that there are absolute populations and groups whose story, narrative, and history is very, very marginalized. We have to be more conscious as educators and citizens to ask questions of where those stories are, to seek information and documents that bring that to the forefront. With Utah Public Radio, I'm Madeline Mortensen. Tis just a hundred years ago our mothers and our sires lit up Support for, for Utah Women 2020 comes from our members. And the Utah Women's Giving Circle, a grassroots community with everyday philanthropists raising the questions and raising the funds to empower Utah women and girls. Information available at utahwomensgivingcircle.com. And Utah State University's Center for Women and Gender, providing a professional and social climate to enhance opportunities through learning, discovery, and engagement. Information at womenandgender.usu.edu.